Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode on the High Level Experience. Our guest today is a dynamo of energy, wisdom, and insight, renowned for her ability to spark transformative conversations in the world of business. As a former executive of a billion-dollar global consumer products company and an acclaimed international speaker, she is a master at steering people through their toughest conversations with humor, insight, and unparalleled expertise. Her approach is not just about communication. It's about empowering individuals and businesses to scale new heights with the power of profitable conversations. Please welcome to the show, Amy K. Hutchins. Amy, I saw you and Dano, you were the last keynote speaker on day four. And I must say, you know, um, I was really inspired by your speech. Like, that, was, that actually makes me feel really good. That, and I'm not know, blowing smoke at you. That makes me feel really good. Because, like, I mean, there were some really good speakers. Don't get it wrong. Like, it was Billie Jean on day one, you know. Rock really star. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Marketing rock stars. A bunch yeah. of really. Perry Belcher, marketing genius, and, and a whole bunch of other ones. But there was very niche-specific, all for us marketers and, you know, software. Mm -hmm. But then you stepped in. It was, like, a whole different energy. It was about communication, about relationships. And, and I think in this world of software, like, we can really easily get down, you know, the, down the rabbit hole, you know, technical software and cool shit. But what you talk about, what you talked about, these are really core principles and business isn't about, it's not about doing business with business. Business is about, you know, people, right? Yeah, so human, this is human, where, human, right? Yeah, absolutely. So this is where, when was, I mean, such a strange coincidence, right? You were there for like another day and then you were just leaving and we, we caught up in the coffee shop and I, I saw you there sitting in the corner. I'm like, that's her. That's the lady that was talking. Yeah, we were walking in and we were just having a conversation. I and Amy, I didn't see your speech. I don't didn't know who you were. And he's, hey, that's Amy K behind us. And I'm like, who's Amy K? She was the keynote speaker. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, that's why I just turned around and I introduced myself. We had that long conversation, and I was like blown away. I was like, how do I not know who this person is? And so I looked at oh, all your you're socials. Very kind. You're very and, kind. No, you honestly, the conversation we had was fantastic. It was. I'm not going to go into details and stuff, but. It was cool, it said, to have that conversation outside of the conference. Like everything shop. that you all are doing, you're doing technology, yes, full stop. But everything that you're doing is a conversation, whether right. it's a conversation to grow your business, a conversation to attract and keep the talent, a conversation in chat with your customers. These are all connectivity points. And I, you guys heard me preach, this is just what I believe that it's all happening one conversation at a time. And mm -hmm. high level is just supporting the quality of those conversations and connectivity. Right. Which is ironic with AI. Yeah. But isn't that ironic with AI? So many people are trying to make AI sound like a human, like almost trick the consumer. Like this is a person behind the computer, behind the phone, whatever. But at the end of the day, like people know, like when you don't have the same mannerisms or the same communication ticks, right? Like the same things that you would say in a conversation, you almost can pick up on it immediately, right? It's maybe not. Yeah. And it's also the but... energy behind it. It's so the energy behind it. I joke that like some of my posts will go viral, right? And by viral, I'm talking like small viral, right? So right. sometimes I'll put out a video and I'll get 8,000 views and interactions. And then other times there's like 25,000. Mm -hmm. And it's what's the difference? And it's like the energy behind it. People yeah. know when I recorded something a week ago versus when I like I got fired up, I got passionate about something and I hopped online. There's a whole different energy frequency. And, and we do, as human beings, we pick up on it. Hey, Amy, I, I have to ask. You are like always energy high, like up there, yeah. like way always like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, my nickname growing up was Tigger. 
So I think like I bounce around. I, I have that energy. But you know what's interesting too? And I, I'm not blowing smoke because I have not always been there. This is really important too. So I, I can get real, real fast. I have no problem being transparent about those low days. I love what I do. And that is a huge difference. And that's a privilege, by the way, because I know yeah. that not everybody does. But I so love what I do that like my life force energy is lit all the time because I know that what I'm doing is serving and I love it and I'm good at it. So whether it's the Japanese icky guy and you're finding that sweet spot or you're, you're fueled by purpose and your passion and you're standing at that intersection, like whatever it is, my energy is real. And I will say this right now to every entrepreneur who wants seven figures, it's energy, not time, that's going to be the fundamental currency of your performance. Energy, not time. Yeah, isn't that funny though? Because I've been through this and burnout is real. And oh, I'm yeah. very enthusiastic. I, I remember we were talking to RepStack, me and, me and you, Vit, and the guy, he did like a little like social thing. And he's, this guy's always bringing the energy. And I'm like, that's just who I am. Like you, Amy, like I'm constantly up here. But when you have those days where you're like, I just don't want to get out of bed, even though you love what you do, you just don't want to get yeah. up and do it. I think so many people go through that. And if you just push through that, you'll see that quitting and going to a nine to five or doing something that you know you won't love is not the answer. Like you have to find a way to not burn out and like persevere, but have that energy because we all love what we do or for the most part. And if we just keep going, there's always, it's a roller coaster. There's going to be ups and downs, right? There's yeah. always something at the end of that effort, that road. Oh, uh, there's so much, there's so much juicy goodness there, Andrew. So let's just unpack a couple of things right there. So sure. I'm not toxic positivity and I'm not Pollyanna. You're, you're going to have a low. You're going to be human. You're going to react. We can talk about all that. And part of it is, though, is telling yourself not that it's going to be fine, but that you can face it. And that's a right. very different conversation with yourself or with somebody else. So it's not the condescending, oh, it's all going to be fine because maybe yeah. it's not going to be fine tomorrow. But if you can face it and then you can have a little irreverence. So when I was in Ireland, this guy, I, my magical phrase in Ireland was just say no to the nonsense. And then this gentleman, the CEO that I was working with, he's like, oh, not me circus, not me monkeys. And I love that phrase. Not me circus, not me monkeys. And I always not have to say it with is the that, accent. Not my circus, not my monkeys. It. It's not me circus, not me monkeys. Like I'm yeah. not giving my energy to that bullshit. Like I'm not yeah. going down that road. And yeah. so to me, that was always this beautiful mantra in the back of my mind of, am I going to give my energy to this? Or am I going to say, no, energy vampire, not today. That's very Buddhist. Like I was just oh, listening very. to, do you know who Andrew Huberman is? Have you ever heard of Andrew yes. Huberman? Yeah. So yes. I like, my girlfriend put me onto his podcast. I love his stuff. And I was just listening to one Brilliant. yesterday and the guy was talking about meditation. And I think what you said sure. is super important where it's, you don't lie to yourself. Meditation and Buddhism is not about lying to yourself. It's about mustering up the strength to change your life force, to change your day so that you can face what you need to face, not lie about it and say, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine, while the fire is burning around you. Yeah. Well, it's acceptance. Yeah. So, so to me, it's so like a lot of people think like surrender is like giving up. Surrendering is not giving up. Surrendering is that beautiful, sweet spot of I accept what's happening in the present moment so that I can fully embrace the present moment and decide what my thoughtful response is going to be. Because I always joke, it's really easy to be Buddhist and Zen when everything's going right. It's like, oh, I got life by the tail because everything's going smoothly. It's the days when the shit hits the fan. When you're yep. like, okay, can I take this with calm? And by the way, my hand is raised for those of you who are listening. I don't always do that. 
right? That's part of the human journey is accepting that, gosh, sometimes we totally screw it up and get it wrong. But how quickly can we recognize that and get back on track? That's right. the practice. Now, what's interesting about this is what you, call, what you also call this is like being an adult kind of thing. Like this is being an adult, but like not everybody is, right? <laughs> In fact, most people over the age of 30 are still trying to figure out how to be adults. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's also yeah. part of it. Like when we're little, we think everybody's got it all figured out, right? Because they have the rules. They right. have the regulations. And then you show up and you're like, man, adulting is hard. Yeah. 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 I think the biggest thing for adulting is like, for me, is like doing laundry. I just put it off. I do everything else besides doing laundry. Then I just do a whole bunch like one day. Well, uh, for me, definitely the big shift has been the, the birth of my son. You know, he's three years old now. Mm -hmm. So it's a completely different thing when you're single or when you don't have kids. And when you do have kids and then suddenly, holy shit, I have to be, I have to be better. Like I have to be better as a role model. And right. you know, maybe before I was like a bit loose, like not really always on the ball with the, you know, the being an adult, but like now I have to be, like there's right. no, there's, it's non-negotiable. Like it's, it's about him now, you know, like I want to mm -hmm. be the best, you know, the best example for him. So he grows up being even better than that's, that's yeah. And Vit, to me, that's everything from quote unquote, the classic, Hey, I'm an accountable, responsible adult, but it's also I'm comfortable in my own skin and I know how to use my own voice and I know how to respect others and I can appreciate differences. And those are all the things that you're going to role model to him that are going to mean more. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a crazy thing where, and I'll play off of this for a second because my brain's just pinging for a second. Your son is awestruck by the world at age three. And over time, we all get cynical as we get older. And that's one of the things that I think that's so powerful for everybody who's using high level is that part of keeping and capturing the attention of your customers and your clients is being the awe, is being the place of wonder, is keeping them engaged to show them that there's more exciting ways to play and there's more fun ways to solve your problems and grow your business. And it's that level of awe that keeps people excited and wanting to play in your sandbox. Okay, yeah, I just have to say, you know, I'm a big fan of segues. This is probably one of the best segues I've heard in a while. Like, I know we're about high level, this is this was awesome. Like this perfect segue. Perfect. It's true though. No, I'm just it is. I like it is so true. It's funny 100%. too, is that I, I always talk about bell curve. I just had this really long conversation with my co-founder Sergio, who you didn't get a chance to meet in in Dallas, Amy, but really intelligent guy, no nonsense, matter of fact guy. But we all we also are like best friends and goof around and stuff too. But we had this long conversation about statistics because we're building a new feature into Chat HQ and we talked about bell curves. And so I reference bell curves every single day in like real life. So what you said was we're talking about adulting and like being having that awe as a child. But if you are too far on one side or the other, like if you're not adulting at all and you're just like this child adult, you're a grown child, you don't get anything done. Like things are different. You're not managing your life. But if you're too far on one side, you're just like a stick in the mud, right? You're not this fun person. You don't have this energy, this enthusiasm for life. And so there's a bell curve, right? You have to find somewhere in the middle to have both, like a blend of both of those because it translates to so many things, business, relationships, right? All those things. I think you hit on something that's interesting and that is the word fun. So I mm -hmm. joke, there was a New York Times article recently, like fun is dead. It was like, <laughs> it's all become performative and Instagrammable. But I think it's interesting because when you look at an innovative company, the way that I've always defined fun is not whether you're like playing putt golf or you're going bowling as your cultural team building activity. Right. I've always said fun is how much you enjoy the problems that you solve. So if you think mm. about it, like I get up in the morning and I love coaching. I love my keynote speaking. I, I love my sales leadership retreat. 
And, and, and it's because it lights me up. We're solving problems for people, but I find that fun. Not everybody does. Somebody finds making tequila for a margarita fun. I'm so glad they do. <laughs> it's not my fun, but my fun is in imbibing that, right? And so it's right. all just at the end of the day, do you love the problems that you're solving for yourself, for the team that you're leading, for your customers, for the way that you're serving the world? Because that's what actually gets you lit up is, oh, I have this unique contribution. There is no Sergio in the world besides Sergio. There really isn't. He's a unique right. individual. And so the way he's going to define fun has to be for him. Do you know what's really also, what's also interesting? When you really love something, it's like an example, right? When I started with high level, it was like three years ago. I, you know, I was, for there, I was like managing gyms and whatnot. I was doing lots of business networking, this networking breakfast meeting, BNI and things like that. And uh, I got along with one of the ladies. She was like a web developer and she had her like an agency anyway. I found it by a high level. She, she didn't know about it, but we will, we would like just catch, you know, because we just got along and we just caught up on really regular calls. And one day it was like, we had this call and I'm like two weeks into high level. It's just like this new world opened up to me, you know, and before, and, and just side note, before that I run my own business, I would always be into like systemizations and software, but it was always be plugging things to kind of like a duct tape method, right? I, I found about this high level thing. I was like, wow, like my whole world was like changed. And then two weeks in and I'll have my regular meeting with her. And like, I was like, so like excited about it. She was excited for me. But what was really interesting is she helped me launch my business. She literally referred people to me like, hey, you have to speak awesome. to it. It was like, yeah. I, was, I was only two weeks in. I was by no, like by any means an expert in it, but it was just the energy and that she picked up on it. And then she just pulled people towards me. So like some of my early first customers that I had on the retainer was of, of her, uh, but also yeah. because- it, like, And let's just give you a little credit. You were, I was, was going to say that, yeah. energy that she saw. Yeah. So I've, I've been teaching sales for, oh, I, I don't want to really date myself, but I've been teaching it for over 25 <laughs> years. And people buy your energy before they buy anything else. And I've been saying that for, so if I come to you too, and it's okay. It's your energy that you're going to sell me before you sell me any product or service or solution. It is your energy. And I think that we forget that we think that we can just beat people out on a feature or a commodity of pricing or something like that. And it's no, if I can get it cheaper elsewhere, but I love your energy, I'm still going to navigate to you. I'm still going to be drawn to you and try to right. figure out a way to work with you. And so she saw that in you. And I think that's huge. That, there's a book I read, man, not to date myself, but probably 14 years ago, something like that. People buy you. Have you guys ever read that book? People yeah. buy you. Yeah. So it's not a big book. It's not, I don't even think it's like really popular, but I think it was part of one of my college courses or something. And that's what it's like. People talk about this all the time. We were just talking about this earlier, human to human, right? If you yeah. bring that energy, it's like people are so afraid of speaking on stage because they shut down that energy and they feel like they already know how people are going to perceive them or judge them or whatever it is. So it's like if you trust yourself and you have that fun and enthusiasm and energy, that's how I got all my first clients. I just picked up the phone and was like, let's go. Hey, I'm Andrew. Yeah. Like, I, you don't know me, but let's talk. I can do what you, what you want me to do. But here's the other thing too. You guys educate. And that's yeah. a huge difference. You educate. And so it's the difference between selling to pitch and selling to educate and connect. And that really is bringing an enormous value. difference too. Yeah. yeah. Helping, because really because helping I, people. Yeah. If I, so Christopher, for instance, I can come on and I can say high level has this feature and this product and this benefit, <laughs> or I can come online and I can do exactly what Vit was talking about. I'm like, Hey y'all, we all know the internets are put together with <laughs> duct tape. 
I love it, puts it together. But that, and then you tell people the problem it's gonna solve. But when you are passionate about it, when your energy is authentic, because by the way, people can spot a fake a mm. mile away. Andrew, going full circle to what you said before, yep. people can read whether this is a human, authentic interaction. The other thing that I think that's really fun too is think about, I come from a world of keynote speaking, 5,000 people in a room, bring it. I know that their perception of me has nothing to do with me. And I think that's really important for all of us to remember, whether it's personal, professional, somebody's perception of you is through the filters of how they're seeing themselves, what's going on in their lives. Like people will sometimes say, oh my God, you're so high energy. That could be good or bad, depending on right. how they see it. Some people will be like, oh my God, you're so direct. That can be good or bad, depending on, on how they see it. So I joke, what people think of you is really none of your business. Yeah. Mm. That's true. That's, that's a good a, point. Yeah. Yeah. That's man. We're getting into psychology now. That's beautiful. I, it's <laughs> like pe people, it's so funny though. So I, when I was in agency work and I was still doing agency before chat HQ, I did not jump on camera. Like very rarely was I in zoom calls. It was like small business, right? It's like phone calls, people with my cell phone number, whatever emails. And so when I started chat HQ, it was like this, I don't know. It didn't, it took a little while, but like this fire started in my Oh, my being that was like, I want to be on a Zoom call. I want to be on, on the backside of a loom and teach people what the hell I'm trying to teach them because it, and then it was the that authenticity side where if I didn't come across like I wanted to do it or it was really like I was very passionate about it, you could tell. And I'm telling you right now, people like in our community and we're not a giant company or anything, but the people that kind of follow us and are, are very loyal to Chad HQ, they see my face all the time. They're like, holy shit, it's Andrew. Hey, yeah. I went to, I, I joked, I was going to high levels, level up first year. And I was meeting all these people that I'd only met online and had only seen my face on video and I'd never seen them. And they're like, hey, Andrew, what's going on? I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I, I'm trying to like interact with them, but I didn't know who they were, but they knew, knew who I was and they knew my energy. They knew like that I was an authentic person. And so- I love that. I love the idea that you are who you think you are and you got to get rid of all that noise so that you can do what you're supposed to do. Like what, maybe what you're born to do or maybe what you want to do. Just get rid of all that background noise. Andrew, this is so funny. So I went to a conference one time, same thing, very similar story. And this guy walks up to me and he goes, you are a short little shit. And I went, what did you think? And he's like, I've been watching your videos. He's like, you have a great Dane voice and a chihuahua body. And I started to get the giggles because we have this sense of self, but right, but people are perceiving us, even through the Zoom screen, it's our energy. Yeah. And, and I guess I had great Dane energy, but what's fascinating is I think that's just validating that like people love your energy, Andrew. Mm. It's, it is contagious in your videos. And, and what's fun is like when you two are in person, you're even more dynamic. Yeah. That's, that's what's the fun of this human connection. So I think that it's interesting. And I've told my own clients, no matter how much chat you do, no matter how many funnels and systems and automations that you put in place, they are absolutely going to grow your business. They're going to, they're going to save you a ton of energy, not just time, but energy in, in the grind and, and all the operational pieces. But it's really important to remember that who you are behind that is what people are going to buy. Yeah. And it is and you and your life force and your intention, by the way. And intention is more than just a thought. It's the idea of who you're going to be through the process. Are you going to be a hard ass? Are you going to grind? Are you going to be stressed all the time? Are your people going to pick up on that? Or are you going to bring this detached, playful, loving energy to everything that you do that people will buy? Yeah. So I was going to add to that. You just bring 
you just brought a really interesting marketing angle. I'm like marketing is all about angles, like hitting the right angles, right? You're gonna try this angle and it's not gonna resonate, so you're gonna try a different angle. Uh, you just brought up a really interesting angle and that is about this energy, right? About what we're talking about here today is like selling with, with better energy, like being enthusiastic. You're gonna sell more. But if you're spinning plate, your energy's being watered down, then by yes. the time you get to that sales goal, even though you might love what you do, it's 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 physiological, right? It's the energy we have certain capacities like that, you know, play those computer games and the bar just gets smaller. <laughs> Marketing angle here is being high level, you know, by automating lots of things, helps you save that energy so you can bring more of that energy to your sales goal and convert more. Yeah. To me, when I was in Dallas, I was talking with a gentleman and he was sort of like, well, what's, what's your biggest impression of the software? And I said, it stops the energy drains. It stops the energy leaks. And when you get all that energy back, you can focus on what's the most important. You're the leader of your company. You know, you're trying to strategize and create a vision and attract and retain talent and build a culture and scale. And high level lets you do all of those things because you get your energy back to focus on the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the process of hiring somebody to help me because like our ChatHQ, we have all developers right now, pretty much. And it's just me. I'm a one-man show for everything else. Success, support, marketing, sales, all that stuff. And so it is the exact thing that we're talking about, which is I do so much that when I get, sometimes I get off of a call, like after this call, I'll probably like woosah for a little bit, but like a sales call, sometimes I feel so drained, right? Like I just feel I ha I bring the energy in the call. I'm there. I'm attentive. I'm enthusiastic. But then after the call, I'm like, oh, like this breath of energy just comes out of me. And I'm just like, I need to go sit down because I'm doing so much. That's why I work looking for somebody finally to help me because I just can't manage it all. And if you're trying to what? do, and I've done this for so long, my one man show. And if you try to do that, you're going to end up crashing. So this is the entrepreneurial ride, right? Like I joke, yeah. entrepreneurs, I'm the CEO and the janitor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we would be that, right? We're visionary and we're taking out the trash. So I think that one of the things though that you mentioned that I think is really important is that you are self-aware enough to start becoming masterful in managing your energy, that you're going to bring it on a sales call but that you are going to empty, so to speak, let's use the analogy, you're going to empty your bucket because you're going to have to be emotionally present to respond to all those human cues. You've got to be intellectually curious. You've got to have your magical phrases. And we can talk about that too. What are your magical phrases to move that conversation to, to close the deal? But you show up because you care. And right. that requires very attentive, focused energy. So you hop off the call and you're like, whoa, I'm drained. Not drained in a bad way. Drained right. because you just ran this marathon or did this sprint. And now you need to go back and refuel. And so oftentimes what I'll do after a day of coaching calls or um, a big keynote presentation, you guys laugh. I go out and I'm like, where, are they? where do you get your energy? Because I talk to nobody now for the next three hours. Like yeah. I'm going to go back to my hotel room. I'm going to refuel. I'm going to have my cup of decaf coffee. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to run on the treadmill. But I want silence after a keynote. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is you just learn how to manage your energy, but that's by the way, that's a jujitsu skill set. Right. Is really being aware enough for you to go, oh, after this call, I want 30 minutes of downtime. Actually, it's that. really good. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, when you do jujitsu, if you're being tackled at the ground, you're gonna be trying to preserve your energy. Think about the escape, not gonna be muscle it out because it's not gonna it's work. Right. Out. It's flow, right? It's yeah. actually reducing your resistance going with that motion that actually ends up winning versus fighting back. 
Yeah, my, my grandmaster yeah. used to say, be like water. And it's like very Bruce Lee, but it's like when, you hit, a, when you hit a rock, go around it. Don't try to fight the rock and move the rock, but flow with it. But you said something, Mamie, that, that really resonated with me, just touching on self-awareness. And I'll try to package this in a nice way so it's not too long. But so last, a uh, little over a year ago, I went through a divorce. And I found myself after, after my ex, now ex-wife had left, really like, thinking introspectively, like really self-aware of what is, what am I doing? How am I thinking? Why did this happen? What was my part in it? Things like that. And I feel a, a lot of people don't do that enough, right? They don't connect with themselves enough to care. How am I feeling? What am I thinking? Why does it matter? And then on top of that, they don't give themselves the opportunity to create the systems. Like you said, the three hours after a call, to actually recharge. And so like the self-awareness side, the actual self, like introspective thought breeds, what do I need? What is going to help mm. me through the next month, year, five years? And so we fall into, and I think sometimes it takes a very traumatic experience to, to almost pull that out of us because we get into these like routines and habits. So I was falling into a lot of habits, uh, whether they're good or bad habits, just like things that were affecting other people, whether it's my ex-wife or myself or other people in my life. And after that traumatic experience, I had the ability, like my mind said, stop, think about what you're doing and what you're thinking and, and like what, why it matters and create processes to either counteract that or amplify those things because they're so important, right? Dan, funny enough, I'm reading, I'm a student of Dan Martell. I don't know if you know who Dan Martell is. I don't uh, know if I do. Very popular software coach. So he coaches, he's okay. had three exits, software co company exits and uh, coaches other software founders. But he has a, a book called Buy Back Your Time. And so I'm going through it right now just because I'm hiring. But it's all about doing what you love to do in your business so that you have to, the time to do, like to actually live your life and you're happy about what you do so you're not burning out. And so it's like things like that. Like he'll wake up and he'll, I think he does like a jacuzzi read every morning. He sits in his jacuzzi and mm -hmm. reads a book for an hour or something. And if we don't build these habits for ourselves, it could be what you think is the stupidest thing, playing video games for an hour at the end of the day, or it doesn't even matter. Somebody could look like going back to our conversation earlier, somebody else's thoughts of what your habits are is none of your business. It's their perspective of your habits, but it could be something that other people think is damaging, but it recharges you and it helps you. And if you don't do that, then you're just going to run in the hamster wheel and you're never going to have a break and you're never going to feel like what you're doing matters or means something, right? Oh, it's just so good. So <laughs> one of the best, one of the best things that you can do is to challenge your belief system and where your beliefs came from. So I'm going to, I'm going to connect a couple dots here because you got, oh, there's so much goodness. We've been told I'm Gen X, by the way, I'm 52 and I'm happy to say that. I was raised with money doesn't grow on trees. Hard work is how it pays off and grind your way to success. And then there would be some outlier who would come along and he or she would be like ridiculously happy and rich at 26. And we were all like, how did you do that? Yeah. And we've all been taught that there's these certain societal constraints. And when you have a traumatic event, Andrew, I think one of the best narrative shifts you can ask yourself is, are my beliefs around this liberating me or are they constraining me? What baggage am I going to have to drop? For instance, I'm sure the listeners out there, if you haven't been divorced, you had a relationship that didn't end well, right? I think we can all relate to that. The relationship right. that implodes, whether it was marriage or just a partnership or whatever, 
Most of us then go away and we want to lick our wounds. And why did that happen to us? And you need to go through the grieving process. That's really important because it is a loss. You need to, to honor all your emotions. And then at, at some point, you really do have to ask yourself, how did this help me rise in my power? So instead of, oh, this was this terrible traumatic event, how did this incident, how did this situation, how did this divorce help me find a better version of myself so that I could rise in my power? So I'll tell you as a person who's been divorced, you go through all the grief, you go through all the loss, or, or it could be a business partnership that goes awry or a business partnership that implodes. And then all of a sudden you're asking yourself, now, wait a minute, who am I now because of this? And how could I use this to help me rise? For instance, yeah. Andrew, I, I'll, I'll get personal for a second. I know for a fact, because you're self-aware enough that going into your next relationship, you're going to have different expectations of that individual and of yourself. You're yeah. going to play differently. You're going to care more about some stuff. You're going to care less about some stuff because you will have learned so much. Oh, it's unreal. The amount of things that I changed going into my, now my current relationship, un, absolutely unreal. The amount of stuff. And I know it. I see it. Like I, I like it's almost like Spider-Man when he has that little spider sense thing goes off. Yeah. I notice it when it happens and I'm like, holy shit, like that just happened. And it wouldn't have happened five years ago. Right. But I also had failed business partnerships. Like I was in a business with my best friend who still is my best friend. We just don't talk as often, but he was my best man at my wedding and everything. And that, that took me to new heights. That's what got me into Chet HQ. That sucked yeah. when it ended, but then it, and then I leveraged that feeling of, wow, this is so shitty. And then I went into other ventures and stuff. It's interesting. As a queen of magical conversations, I will say to you, and I, I don't know where you're, so this is all speculation because I have no idea where your friendship is with this individual. Yeah. And it's never, ever too late if you still want connection going forward to just go back and say, hey, you know what? It, 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 take, it took me a while to get to here to be able to admit this, but I was an asshat. And mm -hmm. I didn't even know that I was an asshat about this until I got here and I experienced something really different. When you're in it, you don't realize what you don't know. You don't realize where your own myopic ego selfishness is at play. You just don't. Until you get a little bit older, it's like we go back to Vitz coming. Now we're starting to adult a little bit more. Right. And every year that we get older, I think it's a gift because we get wiser. You couldn't pay me to go back and be 19. And I'd love the 19-year-old ass, right? But you couldn't pay <laughs> me to go back and be 19 because it's, I know so much now at 52. It only, it just makes me excited to be like, what am I going to know at 72? I can't even imagine how exciting that's going to be. Yeah, me and my buddy oh, are, it, it's funny how I can literally call him or anything. It's no time had went, had passed since the last time we talked. That's how good of friends we are. It's unreal. Good. But really quick, Vit, just to touch on that. After my divorce, the first thing that basically happened, it was like three weeks after, I went to High Level's first level up event. And that, and me and Vit talked about this, about the last high level event, how energized we were afterwards. And that's what started mm -hmm. this podcast and everything. And when I went to that first high level event, I wasn't drinking. That was the first time I had had any alcohol after she had left. But I was like meeting all these people that I'd never met, except that who knew I, who I was. And I was like building these relationships. And it was this invigorating type of like, I belong here, right? It was like everything was so shitty and it crashed so hard. And then I felt like I belonged. I felt accepted. And it just, my, everything changed. My mindset changed after that. 
Like my room now roommate was telling me I was a completely different person when I got back from Dallas. It was insane. So like high level, Sean, Robin, if you're listening, you've changed my life, guys, in more ways than one. <laughs> Big time. Awesome. You know, for me, if I may share, like with the high level as well, like last one, last year was first one for me. When I go back, same thing, you know, like I was on like really high, like cloud really, nine. yeah, cloud nine thing. And Revenue, you dude. Know, I, like, talk double, about it. I double talk like, about I double it, bro. My revenue in, <laughs> you know, in in my own little world, like, what I perceive like that's a smashing good. You know, like I, I hit my first ten k month in December, and and in January, you know, this this January, I was like, this is good. I finally did it. Now I want to make it every this. And it was yeah. like second weekend, which was last week, and a brand new. I didn't know this guy. This came through online world. And purchased two of my two of my snapshots. One of my really like high ticket one was a five grand one, and I just made ten grand uh, last week. So I already hit my target for the month again. Yeah. And Man. I don't know like whether I whether all that attributes to being in Dallas and just having this new like a new like new way of looking at things, but certainly a lot more confident in what the opportunity. The universe loves to pay it forward, man. The, and I know Amy. Oh, Amy and knows all about that. energy goes forward. Yeah. Andrew preach because yeah. it's a bit, look look at what you're saying though this is to me this is really powerful for everybody who's listening you all took a chance decided to embark on something new you met high level and i can say this cuz i say it with pure authenticity they have a brilliant platform and then your energy combined with a brilliant product your go getter like it all like the confluence of everything that met in that moment but then here's the kicker. You made a choice mm. and not everybody does. And so you made a choice to maximize the opportunity to say, I'm in, like I'm committed. There's a lot of people out there in business who are like, yeah, I'm like one foot committed. I'm like two feet committed. You both are soul committed. And that means that there's going to be an entirely different profitable outcome. So I'm going to get philosophical here on you, Amy. I think everyone makes a choice because not making a choice to do something is still making a choice. Right? Oh, I agree. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when you make that choice to, and I do this all, I'm such a hypocrite here, but when you make the choice to stay in bed till eight o'clock instead of getting up at six, or you make the choice right. to, to not get on a video because you were afraid. That's a choice. And too many of us are ready and gung ho to get this, like you said, million dollar, 26 year old or whatever. We all see Alex Ramosi, how he got so rich so fast. I think he's younger than me. I, I can't remember. Maybe he's like my age, but we all want to be that person, but then we make the choice to hold ourselves back. So just last year, fun story to just give a real world example of that. So I have a, co a coaching client and she's amazing. She is a rock star. Full, let's give her full credit. And she called me one day. She was burned out. Not that anybody's ever had one of those days, right? She's burned out. She's exhausted. She's been in the grind. She has to go to this networking event at the conference. And so she called me and she's like, I don't want to go. And so right then and there, we shifted her mindset. We changed the narrative in her head. Like, you're not going to sell. You're going to go to connect. You're going to go to educate them. You're passionate about this. So we talked about her passion for her product. We talked about all the whatever that was important for her about the product. I don't want to give it away. And then she goes to the event and I get a text message 90 minutes later. And she says, I just sold a million dollars. This is a true story. She That's just awesome. sold a million dollars. And here's the difference. She had a choice. She had a choice. She almost left a million dollars on the table, but she called me. It was like, okay, you can, again, 
You can be in the grind, you can be exhausted, you can be burned out and you can be like, okay, I'm not doing it. Or you can be like, all right, let me turn my mindset, let me shift my energy, let me suck it up in a good, authentic way. Let me reset what I'm doing, find my purpose again, go out and she got a million dollars in sales. Yeah, what is that that saying? Ask for money, get advice. Ask for advice, get money. And so people go into those mm -hmm. situations and think, I'm going to go sell. I'm going to go sell. You just go connect. You go meet new people. I've, I actually hypocritically, again, went to that last high-level event wanting to sell. But then like within it, I just created so many relationships like Vit. I met Vit. And then like within all that selling, I dropped it and was just like, hey, yeah, we're at Chat HQ. Like, how you doing? What's up? I'm Andrew, whatever. And just like those types of conversations, like bred relationships that are now becoming incredibly fruitful. Like I just, Johan, Johan from White Label Suite. Yeah. He introduced oh, me to it. Yeah. Shout out to White Label Suite, Johan and all those guys. He introduced me to one of their big clients. This guy, his name's Lee. And we're doing stuff now together. I'm helping him with his business. He's got multiple ventures and like just the relationship. I didn't try to sell anything to Johan. Like he knows who yeah. I am. We've been communicating for, I don't know, close to a year now, just our companies and us personally. And he just introduced him like, Hey, Andrew's your guy. And so now that relationship is going to breed in like a ton of fruit. It's going to be incredibly fruitful for both me and the guy I'm working with. So, um, you know, pretty cool. Well, it's kind of like dating. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like <laughs> it when is. you're sitting at the, yeah. seriously, like when you're sitting at the bar, and somebody comes up and they exude like this desperate energy. De yeah, it's repelling, like, right? Yep. It's totally repelling. But it, it goes back to the, like what we are talking about when we met in the cafe. You didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. And I, you and I just started chatting. I wasn't the, oh, buy my services. Buy right. the, it wasn't, we weren't pitching. We were connecting. Yep. And what was great yep. is you and I ended up having a conversation about somebody else. And what was fantastic was we connected over something that was real. And that led to me being on your podcast. And yep. so if, if you can take one thing away from sales, stop pitching and mm. start connecting. Have a real conversation that's not even about your product or your service. Just yep. find out who these people are and what their world looks like and how can you make their world better. So here's what I want to add to that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I yeah. had this experience at Highly Know when I was going to Dallas, that was my a, first ever trip to US. B, I spent a lot of money going there, you know, and I didn't really have that much money left on my bank account, but I just I just felt like I got to go. And I was like, on the way there, like a week before I left, I was like, I'm going to hustle my way. I'm, I'm selling these snapshots to the agencies, Amy. Oh, just so you know, snapshots is something, it's like a template that you can create in your high level, and then you can on sell it to another agency, and then they can recopy to their sub account. So spins out the fulfillment equipment. It's not like what I do, like another side of the business. But when I was going to Dallas, I was like, I need to pitch my snapshots to these other agencies. So I need to be like, and so what I did is I created these stickers and I had these stickers of QR code and it was actually a clever mechanism to do it. Like I was giving out stickers and people would stick them on t-shirts and they would be like walking billboards, for, right? But the thing would happen was like day one, day two, I was like all about talking about um, my system. And then like, Day two in the morning, you know, like I was like looking at these stickers sitting on my table. I have five left. I'm like, I cannot wait. Like, finish it off so I don't have to worry about this. This was like, it was just this pressure to have to. I mean, I, I did it. Like I got 10 affiliate sign up and everything, but I didn't really enjoy it, that process as much as I just enjoy just, just going around, just having a chat.
Yeah, people know when they're being sold and they don't want to be sold. They want to buy. So like, remember the the podcast I was just telling you about Lenny's podcast? And I think in our pilot, you were talking about the one episode that I was referencing the most, which was April Dunford. So if you guys know who April Dunford is, she's an expert on product positioning. She's been in like SaaS industry, software industry for 30 years, something like that. And her new book is, what's it called? Sales Pitch. And so she went from teaching you how to position your product to how to pitch it in a, a sales call. But it's very specific. Like you, the people that are coming into this call know they're in a demo, they're in a sales call. Mm. And, but still, even within that mentality or that sphere, that like energy that they know they're there to see a product, you're communicating with them in a way that is not buy my product. She talks about how, especially in software sales, high ticket, like big industry software sales, the buyer is feeling the most pressure, not the seller. And the seller thinks mm. they're feeling the most pressure, but they're not because the buyer, if they make a bad choice, they can lose their, their career. Their, their CEO, yep. their boss could be like, Matt, you made a bad choice, bought the wrong software. It completely derailed our sales and all this stuff because we had to try to change softwares. You're fired. And so the buyer might not make a choice because they're too overwhelmed. So being a human and connecting with them and talking to them and helping them, even if you're talking about your competitors, whatever it is, allowing them to make a decision based on the information you're giving them and you're helping them through like this human interaction, this communication, that's what gets them to the point of seeing, hey, your software could be the answer, right? And I think, I think that it goes back to education. So like one of the things that I'll just tie that in, I haven't mm -hmm. read the book, but I'm already like, yes. Yeah, I'm nodding yeah. for those of you who are listening to this. I'm sitting here nodding the whole way. I think that one of the most beautiful phrases you can ask when you are in a sales conversation is what happens when? Mm. And then you let them tell the story of what they're trying to avoid. So I'll just give the trite example of maybe you're doing enterprise content management and you're doing storage in the cloud. So you say, what happens when you run out of storage space? And they're like, oh, we have boxes everywhere. And you're like, okay, if we move it to the cloud, that's never going to happen. It's no different at home. We're like, hey, what happens when you forget your permission slip? Or what happens when you forget your lunch? And in your teenagers, oh, I starve all afternoon, right? Remember <laughs> to take your lunch. But you're not nagging them. What you're right. letting them do at a neurological level, this is my brain geekiness coming out, but you're letting them paint a scenario that they want to avoid. You can do that in a demo. And it's just a very natural way, again, to reduce the buyer's resistance and to reduce the buyer's stress of, hey, I'm really just trying to help you solve the problem. I'm helping you avoid a pain point that you don't want to experience. And I'll often say, well, what happens when you ask for a raise and you don't get it? And people are like, that's not good. I'm like, great. So then call me. We'll talk about how to ask for the raise in a way that you get it. Or like, what happens when you have a keynote, a keynoter that like doesn't entertain and doesn't have good tools? And they're like, oh, then it bombs. And then people don't want to come back. It's like, great. So let's entertain them and give them tools. So it's just, it's a little neurological, magical phrase that says, I'm going to reduce your stress. Yeah. I'm here to solve your problem. And you're not doing it in a cheesy way because you really are going to solve that problem. Yeah, caring. She talks about that a lot in her. In, so I didn't read this book, but her the podcast uh, episode on Lenny's she basically goes through the whole book, just not like for, verbatim. But that's a lot. A big part of it is like you're allowing them to tell you what their pain is, and then you're not pushing a painkiller. You're showing them the vision of what the competition is and what your product is in a way that they understand it can help them, right? It's like going to the doctor and saying, this hurts. Okay, take this pill, right? Yeah. Or the doc or the doctor going, 
the reason this is happening is because of this. And if you do these things, it can really help in helping you understand what the heck you're going through, right? As opposed to just going there and saying, you're sick, take this, go get better. And it may not work mm -hmm. and you're not buying into it. Well, Andrew, it's a brilliant analogy. So, so many people in sales, they want to give you the pill and then they want to walk away. Like that pill solved it. Mm. And what you're saying is, no, let's actually diagnose what's causing the pain in the first place. And then I'm going to genuinely solve it for you. Or here's the kicker. Or I'm not the solution. And that's when yeah. people are genuinely caring about your future. Is there are times when people have come to me and they're like, hey, we need a presenter on, I don't know, I'll just make it up like Six Sigma Lean Engineering. And I'm like, okay, I'm not your gal, but I know somebody who's brilliant at that. And that's when you realize that, oh, you care enough to not try to just give me this pill that actually isn't even going to work. And that might turn into more sales. Like that person may come back to you like this person's yeah. so genuine, so authentic. They sent me to their competitor and, but they have other services that I need. So I'm going to go back to this person or just start a relationship. And that relationship turns into 20 other customers because they're just paying it forward. They're telling other people about you. And I'll tell you for all the listeners right now that are are sitting there thinking, this all sounds really great, but I'm going 90 miles an hour and I don't have time for this and I'm wearing multiple hats and this all sounds really great, but in real life is hard. So my first comment is, huh? Yes, life <laughs> exclamation is hard. Exclamation point. <laughs> exclamation point, double down, bold and italicized. Life is hard, full stop. And you get to choose whether you wanna show up and be in the flow or you wanna force it. Do you wanna operate from fear? Do you wanna operate from faith? Do you wanna be contracted? Or do you want to be open heart? All these are choices. And by the way, you attract greater talent when you're more playful. You attract more sales when you show up just ready to serve, to connect. I think all these things that we're talking about lead to the seven-figure years. They really do. And by the way, yeah. my clients prove it. I prove it. This is when you do what you love and you care and you lead. Still, you can have a soft heart and a firm spine. Tough love is still love. You yeah. can do all of this, though, in a way that's super profitable. Hey, hey, Vit, so I got a good segue for you, man. So yeah, high uh, level, getting into high level, that's what they do. They've done this from the beginning. People say this about me when they jump on, they're like, oh, you're a CEO of ChangeQ, and I'm going to call with the CEO. And Sean's been doing that for five plus years. Like, I jumped in a call with Sean four years ago, and I was like, I can't believe I'm in the call in a call with Sean right now. And it's like, look on my calendar. And they're all about making us money. So in the level up, they're they're talking about, Hey, we brought back what a billion something dollars for yeah. all of our agencies. So it's all about that genuine authenticity. And we are trying to help you succeed. And we're here for you. We're talking about it. We're not going to sell you this and leave you hanging. They got all of these really cool calls that they do, like the trainings that Paulson's on and all this stuff. And Chase was doing spotlight sessions forever. And they are humans ready to help other humans. Even though there's a sale somewhere in there and you have to be a part of this community, they are very genuine. And it's what actually bred my mind and Sergio's, like our direction for Chet HQ is be in front of the camera, not just behind it, right? Be a person that people can rely on. Don't run away and hide when someone has a problem. Face it, take your punches if you need to, if it's something that you did or something that's broke and just deal with it and be a human pays so many dividends afterwards. It's great. By the way, for those of you guys listening, you know, we're talking about the sales stuff, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it one-to-one -one all the time. Like I've mm -hmm. just been exper uh, experimenting yeah. with webinars um, just before Christmas and you can deliver the same amount of energy, but one too many. Now that's a leverage, isn't it? Now I wanted to ask you, Amy, because I know you're 
you're a keynote speaker, you talk to a lot of people. What's your take on, you know, one to one to many? Oh, I love both, but for different reasons. So I love the conversation that I had with Andrew that was a one-to-one the day that we met because you can show empathy and you can connect with somebody because it's interesting in a world that's so diverse and I respect our diversity immensely. I have radical respect for our cultures around the world. I've lived in a lot of places around the world. I still believe that we have more in common than we have differences. We're at the end of the day, we have the same human emotions. We have the same spectrum of experiences, challenges, frustrations. So I love the one-on-one for that intimate, when somebody really is stuck, when somebody is really challenged, or a lot of my clients are leaders of a lot of people. And so I know that my one-to-one with them is going to have a ripple impact with hundreds of people's lives. That's really important to me. The other thing that I love about one-to-many is that I can have, again, a really big impact. Like we do a lot of courses online. I teach them live. We, we can have five, like next week we, we've got one. And so we'll have five, 600 people. Sometimes we, we have a little over a thousand, but our, our average is five to 600 people show up and I'm teaching in the chat boxes, like going 90 miles an hour. But what I love is that we are having this massive impact to hundreds of people's lives in that single moment. And you know that you're just changing the world faster. And that's where I go back to that butterfly effect is my little corner of the world is small. I, my ego's not big. Most people in the world have no idea who I am. But if I show up and I serve my sandbox and I serve my world and my intention is positive impact, that has a ripple effect. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And that, Vid, to touch on the webinar thing, man, you can mm-hmm. still be one-to-one in a webinar in a way. Like I do a lot of, I, I've joined a lot of webinars with Dan Martell and the way that he communicates, that guy's high energy. Like his, if you guys look into his background, like he, w- he was like going to go to jail for something. He was like spiraling and then he like pulled himself out of it. And there's a really cool story, but the man's energy is unbounded, right? And when he's in an, a webinar, it's, you feel it. And when he asks a question, hey, who's, where are you guys coming from? What's your name? Where are you coming from? Or ask a question. He'll be like, yeah, John, uh, that, yeah, I hear you, man. Or like talking to these people directly, like you're not shutting them out. Like just because you're in a webinar. It doesn't mean you got to go like, here's my next slide. Here's my next talk. To exactly. People, right. Let them communicate through the chat, whatever it is, and just be human. They all come back. This whole episode should just be called Amy K. Be human. Right. That's what you got to <laughs> do. You got to just be human. I don't know. Absolutely. Before before we even started recording, guys, I, I was like working. I like to do my prep, right? So I was like looking into Amy K. stuff using that, my. But by the way, shout out to Vit. Shout out to Vit. He is a meticulous man, and I appreciate everything he does. I'm, I've been the same way for a long time, but I lost it at some point, like in some fashion or some like facets of life. But when I met Vit and these dude were doing this podcast, he had click up docs and like everything. I'm like, dude, this is my guy. This is so shout out to you, Vit. I just want to give you a quick shout out there, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. What I, what I wanted to, what I was saying though is, you know, before before, before this call, I spent maybe maybe an hour and a half just going through stuff, and then. I'm transparent. I do use ChatGPT. You know, some really cool prompts I'm using for podcasts, by the way. Maybe we'll share it someday. <laughs> give it, you give it a prompt and it just spits out, it spits out ideal questions you can ask your guests. Amy, like those. So what I actually, for you guys listening, what I then did is I wanted to make sure that Amy is actually up to, uh, up to scratch and ready for this new, um, for the recording today. We, we last minute, we didn't give you the link, uh, Amy. So I just quickly updated it then later on. And then I shared it with you. Uh, like just to have a look at the questions as well to make sure that like there's nothing that puts you in a spot. And then we are, what are we on? We're our end and I haven't looked at those questions. 
Yeah, this is a great so conversation. Free to ask me one. No, it's all good. It's, <laughs> it's all good. But here's, it's interesting too, because I'll double down on what Andrew was sharing. Vit is so organized. It was like, oh, organization just warms the cockles of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're so prepped and dialed. But here, so here's the interesting thing. So it comes, I'm going to come back to sales for a second too. Preparation actually allows you to be more impromptu in any mm. conversation. So the fact that like you, you haven't really asked me any of those questions. Do you know why you didn't need to? Because you prepped. So like you are at a subconscious level, you are so organized and so prepared that you can confidently navigate and lead this conversation without having to look at any of your notes because you put in the time ahead of time. So again, if you want to take one gem away, let's all model what Vit did and get organized before those tough conversations, get organized before the sales conversations, because then you can be fully present. Instead of being like, hey, I am stuck to my script and I don't know where I'm going. So I'm going to ask you question number three that has nothing to do with what we just talked about. You can go with the flow because you did the prep work ahead of time. Then you and, then, and then no active <laughs> listening because right? you're like too stuck to it. I have, a, I have a rule of five piece. Have you guys heard of rule of five piece? No. No. Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Oh, I like that. Mm, I like it. And I've no, I haven't always been like this, by the way, but like my previous podcast, Success Inspired Podcast, it, I, some of the best interviews that I had were because of this. But some of the worst interviews, and I remember those, is when I was just spinning too many plates. Last minute, I remember, oh, I've got the interview on my calendar. I didn't want to cancel it. And then I was just going off my default script, default questions. And I was just kind of like half listening, half focusing on how do I segue to my questions. And it was just rubbish. Luckily, it wasn't that many interviews, and I'm not, not going to mention which one of those they were. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's an, I mean, we are calling it high-level experience. And to me, it's not about just you guys listening. It has to be high-level experience for us right now. Us three here has to be a high-level experience for you, Amy, as a guest. And I think, like, when you live by that motto, like, when you like, that's the standard. And how can we make it even better of, a, of an experience? Yeah, worth doing it. So to touch on that, I was in, obviously I, I got my degree in marketing, which by the way, I've not used one. So that sucks, but it was a cool experience. And one of the classes was like public speaking, right? And so that's when one thing they tell you is don't write your speech, memorize yeah. the things you want to memorize, write notes and all that stuff. So it really helps prepare you. But to go to the whole like VIT being super organized thing is Maybe that's why we get along so well and we're so good with each other is like yin and yang. Like I'm organized, but I love flying by the seat of my pants. I love jumping into the conversation. Just like, where's it going to go? What are we going to talk about? And I notice in some, and maybe you guys have seen the episodes, if they're going to air before this one, where we just get wrapped up in the conversation like this. And when it's like, we may want to pull it back to questions, but it's just, I'm so enthused or like in entrenched in the conversation. I'm like, Ooh, what's next? Like touch on that and just keep it going and keep next question. And just in my head, I'm ready to have that two hour long conversation. So maybe that's why we're yin and yang, like in that way. And that's me and Sergio. We're definitely yin and yang. So maybe that's me and you too, bro. Yeah. It works. Yin and yang is yin and yang for a reason. And I, and I also go back to owning who you are. No. And by the way, nobody wants to be invited to a boring meeting. Everybody loves to be invited to an exciting conversation. If I'm, I listen to pod, everybody's time is precious. So I listen to a few podcasts, very tight. And this is the type of conversation that I am seeking when I'm out for a walk. I just want to eavesdrop on a real conversation. I'm not interested in somebody giving me their PowerPoint presentation in a podcast. I want to know 
what's been hard for you? What are your in the what are you sharing that you're not sharing, you know, in other places so that I feel like, oh, I just got to eavesdrop on something special that Andrew and Vit created. And that's so important. And I think listeners, listeners are at a point where, you know, there are thousands of podcasts to choose from. And I want to go where it's juicy. Yeah, you're definitely a perfect guest for this podcast because we went into this thinking like, how can we make this, not this episode, but like in general, how do we make this like Joe Rogan's podcast? We're just shooting the shit and like Joe, Joe and his buddies will smoke a cigar or something while they're on the podcast, just having fun. And I agree 100%, Amy. So you are a perfect guest for this podcast. And this is the type of podcast (laughs) I would like to listen to, like I'm walking my dog or whatever. Yeah, because I love those podcasts where you're like, oh my God, this is a conversation that I feel like I'm a part of, but I'm not friends with Joe Rogan. I'm not friends with Vit. Right. Like I'm not friends with Andrew. I don't know these people, but I'm in this conversation. I feel like I'm part of the group. Yeah. And so, Andrew, I'm still waiting for that cigar. Like it hasn't hey. arrived. Yet. <laughs> man, I, I sent it like two weeks ago. Man. <laughs> so interesting thing, a little tech uh, side note. Uh, there is a way in high level. I mean, I'm sure maybe a little bit like you can automate things, you can create automatic sequences of actions, right? Uh, there's a there are third party providers now like in marketplace that you can plug in into your sequence so a trigger is whatever trigger is and then set of actions and one of those actions is the plugin of that third party provider and if you've got a contact in the crm and you've got their uh, home address and you, you can pro- you can program it so it sends them stuff so we could literally have what you just said was we could literally program that you get sent a cigar a week before this podcast and it's in the mail I love it. And this is what notice that what we're saying is that this is all supporting connectivity. This is all supporting the conversation. And I'm going to I'm going to do a stretch, but hang with me because I think this is really important. So you just said we're going to automate. But what's yep. so beautiful is that your thought process, you're the human side of it is this is actually going to be something that's playful, fun, that'll be that'll have some wonder to it, that'll show them that we care, that it's unique. It's not like high level is taking over. It's no, it's supporting your vision and how you want to play in the world. It's building your sandbox. It's not taking away from it. It's supporting the infrastructure of how you want to beautifully show up. Is it all touch? You know, and if this is about increasing that experience, making it high experience, I mean, I could send you a join. That would be like really high experience. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get through customers. Send me one of that. What do they call it? Dad grass, where there's no the- CBD in it. They're like, this is grass for dad. It's called dad grass. They're like, it has no effects. <laughs> hey, so check this out. So shout out to Azure from RepStack, right? So here's his book, oh, yeah. Hiring Secrets. What? I was on his podcast. Look at the gift he sent me. He sent me, and this is something me and you have got to look into. He sent me a Yeti. A rep stack Yeti. Okay. Look what's Ooh, on the nice. back of it. Nice. Look at that. Oh, Holy sh. Look at that. Way, That's for anyone listening. Yeah. For anyone listening, it's a, a 32 ounce Yeti. But this is my favorite Yeti. I use it every single day. And it has rep stacks logo on one side. And it's got my Chat HQ company logo on the other side. And this Embroidered. is powder coated stuff. This is not powder. cheap to make. No. Yeah. Yeti. This is not like a and knockoff not, not, Yeti. Yeah. yeah. And it's not cheap to make in book let alone single piece. Yeah. And I bet you he probably just did a couple of these. Only, we're right? going to get him. On, I told him we're going to get him on our podcast. So Azure Hiring Secrets fan, thank you so much. I appreciate you, bro. So By here, the way, Azure- here's a lesson. Let's chat about that for a second. Because if you're going to put your energy into something, if you're going to do it right, right, don't do it half-assed. So it's like when some when I show up at a conference and I, they're like tchotchkes and they're cheap, I'm like, why <laughs> did you bother putting 15 things that I'm going to throw away instead of one really awesome thing that I would continue to use. 
And so I think that's really important. Again, it's the thought that goes into it. It's the what's the impact that we're going to have? Why are we doing this? What kind of response do we want? Look, look what they would for you, Andrew. Yeah. You literally opened up that package and you said, here's two sales things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share as well. Every idea that you want to invest in, ask yourself what wows and what works. Because if it wows, but it doesn't work, it's bullshit, right? If it works, but it doesn't wow, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So it's got to do the wow. You just got a wow factor. And you're like, and by the way, this works beautifully. It's an original Yeti. Like I use this every day. So it wowed and it worked. That is the sweet spot of a great investment in an idea yeah. to take to market. You know what High Level did when we went to, to level up that wowed and worked? They put Tylenol and Advil in their in their welcome bag. And that helped me so much on the days I was hungover. I was like, oh, thank God I have Tylenol or Advil. So I, it doesn't mean that. it always has to be expensive. It just needs no. to be thoughtful. Yeah. It just has to be felt. I would have appreciated that too. We all have this, oh my God, I'm so tired and I'm caffeinated out. So like, okay, now I need the Advil. So I think that one of the things that, that's so important too, and this is just, I'm going to bring it back to, because everything that we've talked about is really, who am I up to becoming? Hmm. Who am I evolving? Life is not a linear growth. It is a constant, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not watching, I'm like literally circling my fingers as we evolve. We go through these cycles of change as we move forward. It is not a linear progression. It is a cyclical progression. And so really asking yourself in this next season of growth, in this next season of intention, in this next season of profitability, in this next season of service, in this next season of connectivity and relationship, who am I up to becoming? What skills do I need? What mindset do I need? What physical, emotional, spiritual, mental energy am I going to need to really make my vision come true? And that's a great thing, Andrew, like you talked about earlier, to just come back on a weekly, monthly basis and say, let me touch base with who I am and who I'm becoming to make sure I'm up to leading into my vision. Yeah. Now, 100%. Amy, on that note and everything you just covered, this is something you guys listening, you can leverage, take to, not just from listening, take, take, take action from what you're listening, but Amy, you've got an amazing offer that you've put together for us. Oh, tell yeah. Us, so I love what it. I do. And I'm right, right now, our goals in our company are about impact. So we actually say, how many souls have we impacted? That's how we measure our growth and evolution. And so we have a beautiful three-day experience called Magical Conversations coming up where we're gonna teach you how to have the tough conversations at work when you need to deal with conflict. We're gonna talk about promoting and either asking for a raise or having that conversation when somebody comes to you as a business owner. And we're gonna talk about navigating just the challenges at work and those most critical conversations. And so we're calling it Magical Conversations at Work. And we're gonna give you all an exclusive promo called High Level 100. It's $197 to the public. We're gonna give you a promo code, High Level 100, take 100 bucks off of it. 97 bucks for a three day, an hour a day each day, because we know you're busy, but of just absolute jam-packed tools. Because I am, I'm a big believer in practical application. So it's gonna be filled, like over 20 magical phrases we're gonna share to make you a more confident communicator and leader. Yeah, and guys, we don't get, Whoa. we're not getting any kickback or anything. This is 100% for you guys. Amy brought this promo so you guys can benefit. We're not trying to make any money off it. We just want to make sure that you guys can get in there, learn from what Amy's doing and really benefit from, hey, you, you made it this long in the podcast. So clearly there's a reason you're listening to this call or this episode. And so I think you can definitely benefit from that. I'll give you a- Go ahead. Yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead, Amy. go ahead. 
No, it's my excitement. I love what I do. Um, That's okay. I, so I care so much about my customers that one of the things that we did in the pandemic is this class is the condensed version of a year-long coaching that I did for a woman who in the pandemic, she grew her business from about 8 million to 22 million in 12 months. It was like wow. unbelievable scale and growth. And she came back and she said, what I learned from you was like a huge piece of what made me successful because I was having difficult conversations around growth and productivity and performance and why we were doing this. And again, the sales. And I just thought, well, if she, if she believes that, let's take everything that we did in that year and let's pack it into three days and share it. So that's what we're doing. Yes, really quickly, just to ask a question on that, the actual event, if somebody, so what's the timing, the location, is it online? And if somebody pays for it, do they get recordings of it? Yes, exactly. All, so it's online, it's live online, I'm teaching it. So you'll see my mugshot and I'm sharing it all. You'll get a playbook. So everything that I'm sharing is written. You'll have that in perpetuity. If you can't make a day, it's recorded. We typically keep our recording sessions and our programs up for 12 months. Sometimes people ask us to extend to 18 months. We'll do that. But then I like to keep our content fresh. So I, I typically right. take it down, but you'll have the recordings for you know a year. You'll have the playbook in perpetuity. And we everything that I share in the class, we put in the playbook. So we are, we are an absolute. We give you everything that we're sharing. And Beautiful. again, if you can't make one of the three days, they're an hour long each day. If you can't make one of the days, you'll have access to the recording. That's awesome. Cool. That's excellent. Cool, cool. Thank you, you so much, Amy. I talk fast. So we do a lot in 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so guys, when, when we put it out, when this episode goes out, well, you're listening to it now, so it's out. <laughs> just, just go to the highlevelexperience.com and um, you'll be able to navigate to this episode and everything will be in the show notes. We'll put a link in the show notes and all that stuff. Now would be time to segue. Jump, oh, jump into some next. Talk, some high yeah. level stuff. Some Sean coming at you. Our, our regular Amy, you might not of... know what that is. Sean, so Sean, when he posts in, in the Facebook group, every single feature, update, anything, he starts his loom with, hey guys, Sean coming at you from high level. And so yeah, every single one and probably 99.9% .9 of them. And so at the level up, they, the first year and the second year, they did this, this like montage, this like conglomeration of all just sean saying sean coming at you so it's like sean coming at just like a it was like a song, song. <laughs> like a song yeah like, we got some sean coming at you here so this is like the part where we talk about some technical stuff and high level to, to get you guys ramped up and excited about some things coming or things that were just launched and lucky enough for us amy is not like a daily high level user so she's going to learn a lot about the stuff that we're talking about too and maybe who knows maybe she can really benefit from it Welcome back, fellow data wizards and automation aficionados, to the weekly GHL Geek Out segment, your one-stop pixel potion for the freshest Go High level updates, where we dissect every bite and bit with a dash of digital delight. Yeah, I pulled up some, some Sean coming at you's. The first few I have, so we got, he just launched, or they just launched, and he announced uploading PDF support for contracts and proposals. For those of you guys that maybe don't know or use them and don't use them fully, you can you, you can send contracts and proposals out in high level now. So the payment system and, and being like a contractor just got, it, like being in high level as a contractor really got lifted. The, the benefits of being a contractor in high level or just being a marketer for contractors because you can automate the entire process of sending out 
contracts, proposals, estimates, collect payments, get e-signatures and all that stuff. With this PDF up upload now, you can create your contracts and proposals, upload the PDF so you don't have to build it in high level. So if you have them already, you've been a, an agency for a decade or you're a contractor, you already have all these contracts and proposals, you just have to upload the PDF and then you can edit things and like assign like an e-signature spot in the PDF, just like you could in Pandadocs or DocuSign or anything like that, which has been asked for how long, Vit? Probably two years or more. Or a right? while, yeah. Yeah, so this one's big, huge. The big thing is now is not only like an amazing feature, but now you mentioned those other companies. Now you can save the cost of paying subscription to those other companies because now High Level does it. I think it was called, it. I think they renamed it though. It was called, um, so now it's called Contracts and Proposals, but before it was called, what it was called? Quotes? Quoting Some, and Proposals? Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. What I really like about this feature in particular is how you can automate it. So you can send out, you can send out a contract and then you can set up a trigger. So when the contract is signed, and by the way, you can also set up a multi-signee. So if you're dealing with a company that needs to be signed off by a CEO as well as you know, multiple people, you can set up a workflow that only when all the signatures have been filled, it then you know, triggers the automation. And one of the actions that you can program is to send out an invoice. So it can be all automated. As yeah, all, all the way to you know creating accounts or fulfillment or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm setting this up for my dad. So my dad's a a caveman in the world of business. Makes good money. He's been grinding seven days a week for a long we, time. We, but... we called him dinosaur, right? Last yeah. episode. Yeah. So he, yeah, he. I'm setting this up so it's like just the start of the conversation all the way down to that signed contract, right? Everything. Sending out. He does things. He he builds pools. So sending out things like documents so they can pick out their pool tile or mm -hmm. type of gunite or the finish to the pool all that stuff and just sending it all out getting the checks and balances in place and all that stuff so that's going to be a really cool process and workflow that, that we're going to be setting up for him so if you guys are new to high level and you're listening to this like what do i find about all these cool up well a obviously in the group check out sean coming at you sean is always there being a point post aside from that if you head over to ideas uh, ideas mm. dot go high level um, that's literally a roadmap where you can actually see, you know, what's planned, what's in progress, what's complete. You can also upvote on features that somebody has submitted. And there's a little tab at the top called changelog. And that is basically a place where you can go to. They also have an RSS feed. I just noticed. There you go. Into the change logs and all that stuff. Yeah. You can literally subscribe to that. There you go. So it's, yeah, it's freaking amazing. So here's another good Sean Kamesh that actually touches on a lot of things we talked about, Amy. The conversation AI now has automatic intent switching. And for those of you guys that don't know, like High Level has conversation AI. It's not the best out there. And this is uh, what High Level does. They release a skateboard and then they turn it into a bike and then so on and so forth. So this, it helps. Like I use it for my company. ChatGPT is going to have its own AI and, and whatnot, but like just everything is inside of High Level. Everything is there for you to, to use. And they had two intents. So they had booking, booking, appointments on a calendar and then they had like general q a okay so you would either choose general q a or appointment booking and the bot would go do its thing in that conversation so now with the intent switching in that same conversation it could be answering questions and then go into this hey let's book an appointment for you which is pretty not i wouldn't say normal but it's logical for ai like when you go look for an ai product you want it to have this kind of flow like water, right? You want it to flow like water in the conversation. And so that's a really big one, the intent switching. What, what I like about it is vice versa. If the AI has that conversation with a lead and the lead is showing no interest in booking it, it then switches back to answering Q&A. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. There's another man. thing I was going to... Oh, yeah. So what I was going to also say, 
with content AI. And this is for some of you guys looking to how do you like sell subscriptions. I just started this um, 21 day challenge. I do it for martial arts clubs, but you could use it for any business where they may pay a small fee for the challenge. And it's basically 21 days to build your own, you know, sales and automate machine. And one of the weeks, one of the, like in the syllabus, one of the weeks, what we do is we literally say, Hey guys, like next week, we're all just going to get together and we're going to be building your own dedicated AI board. And I'm just, like you said, I'm just using the native one in high level and on the webinar or through a Zoom call, I'm sharing my screen. I'm showing them like, here's how easy it is. You just upload your, your website. It'll crawl every single page on your website. It'll learn. the And then let's go into the test mode and let's start to have a discussion with the AI. And then here's how you like, if it responds this way and you don't like the response, here's how you like thumbs down and you teach it will be. So we kind of like, I pitch it as, hey guys, so next week we're going to be building your own dedicated AI assistant and I'm going to show you how you train it. So far, every business owner I've talked to about this, they're like excited because it's like, it's a, it's obviously very innovative. It's a new thing and we're doing it together and it's fun. Yeah, fun. Going back to a theme of this episode, right? And it's funny that you said that because before this episode started, before we started recording, I was telling you how I'm going to just put together a really small course for high-level agencies about conversation AI. So maybe me and you can collaborate on that, Vit, since you're doing some oh, yeah. business. I, I had a long conversation with the project manager who manages conversational AI, and I'm a, a whiz in high level. And there are things about it I didn't know. And this is this happens all the time, not just high level, but any software. So Chet HQ releases a feature, and I jump on a demo call with somebody, and they're like, holy shit, I didn't even know that existed. And then I go through it, and they're like, dude, take my money. I didn't know this was there. I want it. <laughs> and so when I learned this stuff about conversation AI that I didn't know, particularly how workflows work in conjunction with it and stuff and how to build it, I would, a light bulb went off and I'm like, dude, I'm going to, I'm just going to teach people this. I'm, I'm not going to charge a bunch of money. I want to help people, but I'm just going to build a little course and say, Hey, you can sign up if you want to sign up. It's all yours. You can download the videos. You can get some snapshots. So whatever Vit's doing, if you guys are interested, me, maybe me and Vit do a little collab and, and go in and help you guys out just to level up your AI game in high level. So I think we could do a combination. I think we can do, um, we can cover you know, educational for them, but then we can also cover how they can productize it as an offer, like what I do, the 21 day exactly. challenge. Because, you know, you could sell challenge and Ooh, it's I like that challenge, like fun. I like that, dude. And then on the back of the challenge, actually, here's what I do. I sell the challenge for 197 to martial arts club owners because they don't really have that much money. But what I do is they pay for the challenge and they get 30 day free trial to the software. But mm. the kick is, the challenge is all about building stuff in the software. So by the time it ticks over 30 days, it's now sticky. we've been building stuff together, it's yep. sticky. So then they roll over into a subscription easily. Man, I like that. Are we just becoming coaches right now, Vit? Is that what we're doing right now? We're becoming uh, high-level coaches? We're just sharing. We're just sharing man. No, I know. No. But that, that's huge, right? All right. So if I teach people or we teach people in high-level how to do it, that's the next step is how can you productize it, right? How do you monetize yeah. it? How do you bring the same value that we're giving you so you can build in high level to all your customers or get new customers doing it? I think that's uh, Joel Kaplan's new thing. He's always like switching. Do you guys know who Joel Kaplan is? He's like a marketing I know guru. It. Yeah. So he's always switching every, he's going with the trends, right? So he, and he, to be honest, he creates a lot of trends, but he'll have this course and this program and it does this thing and it gets you to this point and then he'll switch when the trends switch. And so with now he's doing AI and I'm pretty sure I haven't gone through it, but I'm pretty sure it's all about leveraging conversational AI to sell to customer to age. I'm um, sorry, to small businesses and say, you need this because you're doing too much work and you don't have people answer the phones. You need the AI, right? Yeah. Look, 
AI is is going to be a big thing. I mean, last year was all about this is new. This year is about like you need to literally. Yeah. One of my mate Nathan, shout out to Nathan. He's one of the high levelers as well. He just put a post a couple of days ago, which was a keynote from that. this company. I can't. I don't know the name of the company, but basically it was like the pitch was this Chinese Chinese guy on a stage. He was showing mockups of iPhone, Android phone, and and other phones. He was saying. So right now we've got these smartphones and anything you want to get done is it's you need to find the app. And and where we are right now, what we got to is we got phones and we got hundreds of apps in our phones. And whatever we're trying to do is we have to use those apps. And then we have obviously AI, which is a large language model, right? Basically, that's what it's built for. You can you can talk, communicate with an AI does an output, right? But it doesn't take an action. Like if you literally like look up a flight ticket. AI might help you point in the right web- website or like source the best flight tickets to buy, but the purchasing doesn't happen. You still have to go there. So what he was pitching is they like they're coming up this uh, product, that, um, and then they're building this database. They call um, large action model. So they're combining large language, language models with, with the actions. large action model. That's so awesome! And That's this brilliant. is happening. This yeah. is happening. Yeah. So I, by the way, his trend- name's. <laughs> Sorry to, to interrupt. Nathan Shearer, guys. He's a brilliant man. He's a good friend of both Vitz and mine. Nathan Shearer, his, he's got a company called GHL Tools. So he sells a lot of really cool GHL stuff, but he's also just a, a very vocal advocate for AI and brings a lot of things like this to, to his Facebook page, but also the high-level groups. So you guys can follow along with him. And what you're talking about, Vit, is called Rabbit Video uh, or Rabbit. I think it's yeah. just Rabbit. And that's Rabbit, yeah. mind-blowing. He is literally what Nathan, and I think he's he's on 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 point on that one. He's literally said this could be like the next Microsoft or next billion dollar company if they pull it off right. Yeah. Because you look at Apple, you look at Google. They've been trying to pull off these assistants, Siri, you know, Alexa, but it hasn't really worked that well. You know, yep. if they pull it, and and look, the re, the the reason why we're talking about all this, I'm just talking about we talked about trend, you know, like Kaplan, Joel Kaplan trends. I think really big trend this year is AI and like playing on that card because I think this year is where a lot of small businesses, small and mid-sized and big businesses all are going to be looking for providers who can help them incorporate it because it's no longer if, it's you have to. Yeah, you guys, it's, it's the how. Chewed, chewed out. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the yeah, news article? Google just laid off like a ton of workers in the Google Assistant department. I just read that this morning. So that's I think that's a sign of things to come where they're putting all their money in AI. The Google Assistant is not AI. It's just, it's AI, it's like faux AI, right? It's like trying to be AI, but it doesn't really do the things that you need to do. So I think they're transitioning into BARD or their Gemini model, which is going to take over that department. I'm sorry, Amy, go ahead. You, you were saying something. No, I, I think I'm just validating where we're all going. And that is yeah. 12 months ago, the conversation was, are you using it? Are you using it? And now yeah. it's, how are you using it? How are you like people are just like, okay, g- give me what you're doing. And that is the trend. And I think that at some point in indefinitely in the very near future, we're going to move to an action oriented model where it's going to be, yeah, purchase the ticket. That's not so crazy. Yeah. You just said something that this is exactly what's happening based on what you said. Are you using it or how are you using it? 19, let's just say, and I was what, seven years old, six years old, whatever, 1995, 1996. Okay. Are you on the internet? 10 years later, do you have a website? How are you using the internet? What are you doing yeah. on the internet that's making you money and doing things? That's exactly the same trend that's happening, right? Are you using AI? Oh, cool. You're using, how are you using AI? That's the next 10 yeah. years. Crazy. 
Yeah. Cool. Do you want to keep going with some Sean coming at you, or you want to? I think you got a hard stop here in a couple of minutes, right? I, I do have a hard stop, but let's just do one more. Let's okay. just do one more because this is so exciting got, stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a few of these. This one I really wanted to talk about. Okay, so it's a sneak peek. It's not a feature release yet, but they're do- Sean posted a sneak peek of the email ROI. And so for those of you that are running email campaigns and cold email or whatever, even if it's just email, like how I run it to my customers at JHU, it's like what they call transactional email. So something happens, you send them information about a product, whatever. Email ROI is essentially connecting those emails and the statistics you get back from those emails with transactions that run through high level. So actions on the back end of an email. So not just clicks, not just opens, not any of that. It's they open this, but they purchase this product. The product's in my high level. There's all that information about what it is and how much it was. And all of that's being tied back into statistics. So now you can go to a company, for example, let's say my dad, my small business owner, you can go back and say, hey, we sent out a thousand emails last month and you got four purchases. And when I was running my agency, it was like, maybe they came from the emails. Maybe they didn't. And now it's, we know for a fact, without a doubt, they clicked that button and they bought that product. No question. That is That's powerful. Every now and then I hear somebody, uh, email like that's, isn't that like, <laughs> you know, like in the nineties, like it's, isn't it all about Facebook ads and email is, and I've been telling you, it's like email is still number one. Cause that's like yeah, the media. The, that's a guy with the, the, the meme where he's, it's not a, a sign. It's like a, a bench in front of a college. He's sipping coffee and they change the words on it. Email's dead. Prove me wrong or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? That those contrarians are coming out like saying, email, whatever. Or like yeah. you might hear some millennials saying, website who needs a website yeah you know you can sell on social media yes you can but if you understand a little bit about marketing it's it's a funnel you need to funnel them into your things yeah. so that's how you can anyway kids these <laughs> days man <laughs> kids <laughs> <laughs> this is exciting this roi thing and look by the way i know we're recording it right now and it's still january um, by the time this is go out uh, it's february now that you guys listen into it and if you're if you haven't taken action you're in big asshole because um, Google and Yahoo has, has, well, by now has released the new algorithm that if you haven't properly, you know, put your, your DNS records, if you're sending domain and it's not up to oh, scratch, yeah. now you're mm-hmm. probably hitting all the spam boxes. I put up a video on my uh, Facebook. If you guys want to check it out, um, if you, if you haven't incorporated and God forbid, if you're an agency and you haven't incorporated for your, for, not just for yourself, but for your clients, well, you're all about to just ruin your domain reputation. Um, if you need help, a, you could reach out to me and, and I could do a little console I could show you. Or B, you could reach out to Kristen Rushman from Email to Inbox. She's a total legend and everything I know, I learned from her, you know, a couple of options there. But it, it is a, I'm just highlighting, this is, this is a critical, yeah. if there's anything on your list right now, this is an urgent thing that you need to definitely get on top of. Things like one click, like true, one click unsubscribe. No longer, you can get away with having a link inside a footer of your email that people have mm-hmm. to click on to then be taken to a page, but they have to take another action in order to actually confirm the unsubscribe. Yeah, no sure. the case. You ha- Robin, Varun, come on, guys, get with the program. I've been asking for this for two years, a actual like MailChimp unsubscribe flow where it's, I want to unsubscribe. Right now, me and you, Vit, all the other agencies, they're building these massive workflows that are like, ooh, they click the unsubscribe in this workflow, take them out of this workflow and do this. And it's not unsubscription is and so they're moving to the list unsubscribe you build smart lists like in mailchimp you send emails to those lists and then they unsubscribe from that list and that's what needs to happen 
So I'm going to pitch a little offer because just yeah. I've got this thing called the essential marketing system. It's one of my modules. I've got this whole thing called profit roadmap, which has 10 different snapshots and it's like modular and then you can actually, uh, it's like a productized fulfillment for your clients and you can also use it for your own agency. Um, but the essential is like the first one. And just this week, we're talking right now, is I've done a massive revamp to make it update to how, because I've got this thing called like a funnel on how you can sign up people through a newsletter and it manages their subscription preferences. It unsubscribes them if they want to. But yeah, I've just done a big update. So now it's a true one-click unsubscribe. If you guys are interested, head over to my website, bitnull.com. And um, if you reach out to me, I might even be nice and do a little deal for you guys. Yeah, go buy it. If, it, if it's it. February now, if you're listening to it, it's February and you haven't taken action, that's probably like a quickest path to get it fixed. Cool. Yeah, who knows, Amy? You I might think, have a lot of people in your industry that that need this too. It's business period, right? Google and Yahoo are putting the screws to people. So it's not just high level, right? It's been a conversation in our boardroom for sure. And I, yeah. I think that one of the things that's interesting is that there's a lot of businesses out there that are still horse and buggy, which is fine. No, mm. There's no judgment. And high level is a really fast way to become mm. modern with a lot less pain. It makes it even faster snapshots go get get them snapshots baby (laughs) it is crazy though like all jokes aside it is absolutely insane how fast you can get up and running with snapshots right the idea is somebody built it you just take it implement it change a few things and you're off to the races right yeah amazing just just as a side note like if you guys are looking at snapshots are amazing uh, but just make sure that when you buy a snapshot of somebody that you actually are provided with a blueprint so you know how it works Mm. Because, yep. you know, if you just buy a thing, you know, all these workflows, tags, custom values, and there's no reference to like purpose of it, uh, you know, like how are you going to know what it does? Yeah, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. One thing I learned, and I'm becoming a product expert because of my role in Chat HQ. One thing I learned is that I don't care how much money you charge for something. It could be free. It could be $10. It could be $1,000, $10,000. If there is nobody telling you how to use it, you will eventually fail because you yep. need... Not only you, but the person that's selling it will fail because what happens is education is the product, right? It's like taking somebody that has never been in a swimming pool before to a swimming pool and pushing them in and going, all right, I did my job. Figure it out. Get out of the pool. That's never going to work. It's not going to work for you. You're going to drown. They're going to go to jail for killing you. Everyone's going to fail. I actually got an email from Ryan from Growthable because he sends out these really cool emails and he's referencing this, I don't know the name, but it's like this coach that coaches. Might, might be Dan Martell, maybe, I don't know, uh, it's a SaaS coach. And he talks about this bow tie method where you literally, I, I still don't understand the, the reference, like how, what it means, but it's basically SaaS companies is not just a, like selling a transaction, you know, and forget about the cash. It's, it's, a, it's an ongoing partnership. And because, you know, with SaaS, you have churn rate. So if you want to make it a profitable business, you need to keep the customers for a long time. So, they, so yeah. that means you need to make sure that they get uh, value, they are successful with it. So like, okay, sign them up, but then it turns very quickly. It needs to turn into educational business, webinars, coaching, all that, right? I was just going to say, here's the bow tie. You can buy a bow tie, but here's the problem. Almost nobody knows how to tie it. So that's the problem. So that when you sell the bow tie, you haven't actually given somebody anything to use or put into the form of a bow tie because it's a complicated fold. And so what they're saying is educate people on how to fold it around the neck, the leap it, so that it actually looks like a bow tie when you're done. So it's just the selling it, the giving them the fabric is very different than learning how to tie it. 
And that's why he's saying the, it's a bow tie analogy. Yeah, I've spent so many like hours on YouTube trying to figure out how to tie a bow tie. Like even after I learn, I'll go back because I'll forget. So that's a great <laughs> method name for a method right there. So yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up because I got to go. And I think um, it's always good to end when it was like the best. We, <laughs> I think we hit the high. And I think we've inspired a lot of people uh, listening to this. Um, I, I hope so. Um, but we're not just about, you know, inspiring you guys. We want to give you opportunity to inspire. And we have this segment called Three Under Three. Um, it's about quick impact stories, about agency owners sharing something inspiring, positive that they've been able to achieve for their clients or as a result of what they've done, you know, made somebody's life better. Some small business owner know, that's trying to, you know, make a living. They've been able to help them out. Now they, you know, have a bit more free time for the kids, whatever. If you have an inspiring story like that, um, we would love you to share. We would love to give you opportunity to, um, to share it because what we're doing is on our website, you can go on our website and you can submit a 60 seconds recording. It has to be, it has to be audio format, right? So that's all we ask. Just grab your phone, microphone on, voice record, just mention name, name of the agency, what you've done, what's been inspiring, trying to keep it under 60. We want to have three stories like that every episode. So if you guys head over to highlevelexperience.com forward slash your story. Oh, there's a be page now for it. I did it, I did it really quickly because I wanted to make it like memorable. So your I story. I was going to say, you could just go to the chat HQ widget in the bottom right corner and, and submit it there. Oh, too. Ah. You, could, you could do that too. Yeah. By Shameless the way, plug. Yeah. So, Shameless plug. I, I'm, you know, we actually had that really interesting discussion, me and Andrew, and I was showing about funnels and he, you know, we were a bit of a contrary and we, we were a bit of a clash in thought process or not thought process, but our opinions are like a little divided on this front, but that's okay. I mean, I love your product, Andrew, and it's awesome. <laughs> hey, but man. I also like to I would, yeah, so I will uh, jump into that <laughs> debate any day of the week, my friend. We'll, we'll probably do an episode, maybe like one of, oh, our, one dude, of those that episodes that we don't have a guest. Fantastic episode. I would <laughs> love that. Like a boxing yeah. match between you two. Yeah, and, and my could... Segura will arrive in time to watch. Exactly. <laughs> and we could maybe bring in people that are for again. Oh, we've got two we've got two top we've got we got another one, you and Ross. We gotta do that as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he but... could be the contrarian. He could be yeah. So Yeah. Um so guys, yeah. once again, you know, we, we want all your inspiring stories. Three agencies, just keep submitting them. We will literally feature you on the episode. You get a shout out for your agency, you get to inspire other agency owners. And that's highlevelexperience.com. Bottom right corner, use Andrew's <laughs> chat widget or go to highlevelexperience.com forward slash your story and be taken there directly. Hey, we'll just add a link into, you know, into the chat. 100%. So, Amy, thank too. you so Who much knows? for being on. Uh, we appreciate you. You've, you've, you know, you've added tremendous amount of value to this episode and to our list. I really appreciate you and the offer. So guys, the offer, uh, Amy's offer is in the show notes. Anything you'd like to uh, say on your like really quick before we end this up, Vit, before we give her the last word, I want to say thank you so much, Amy. That conversation in the cafe was amazing. And this was a extension of that conversation. I was very excited to get you on this episode because I took a lot from that conversation and I'm taking a lot from this conversation. I might even go rewatch this before we post it just to enjoy the conversation again. Because it's been incredibly inspiring to me. And it's, you're, to me, you're a person that I can truly trust in a conversation because you, you're authentic, you're genuine. The things you say have impact on my personal life immediately and professional life. And so I wanted to thank you personally for being here and taking the time to, to talk to us today. It means a lot. My heart is full, Andrew. Thank you.
It really it means a lot. I'm a true believer that life is happening one conversation at a time. But most importantly, for everybody who's listening, the life that you want, it's on the other side of a tough conversation. Because if you're not having the conversation, then you're experiencing tension. And that's not a way to live your life. Couldn't agree more. Awesome. Very important. Thank you so much, Amy. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to today's episode, guys. Episode on the high-level experience. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your fellow agency mates and other high-levelers that you think would also benefit from listening. For show notes, links, and extra tips to help you grow your agency or your SaaS with high-level, please go to highlevelexperience.com. Um, there's a whole bunch of really cool options if you use Andrew's little widget in the bottom right corner. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day, everybody. P.S. P.S. Don't forget to submit your impact story to be featured in our next episode. Also, if you're interested to be our next guest, head over to highlevelexperience.com as well to see if you qualify. And lastly, if you're interested to advertise on our podcast, you can do that too. And just head over to highlevelexperience.com forward slash advertise or just highlevelexperience.com and use, use Andrew's... So many uh, plugs. I love it. Andrew's we're By the way, guys, we're going to have some really cool advertising promotions because we're just starting off as a podcast. So... We're going to package together episodes. Like, so you buy a package of episodes. We'll feature your, whatever ad you want to post. We'll feature that. Talk to you, talk about it, put in the show notes and we'll do like a bundle of them. So you buy, I don't know, five, get three free or something like that. Something of the sort. So we're going to do something cool to promote the podcast, get 2024 started off really good and help you guys out at the same time. One more thing, actually, we need to get you guys on the list because there's lots of stuff happening. And at this point, I think it would be really cool to get you on our list so we can send you stuff via email. So if you head over to, let me just have a quick look on the URL because I've just put together, I've, I've actually just installed uh, my essential business marketing system into our sub account for this yeah. podcast. There is a page, newsletter. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just forward slash newsletter. Yeah, so highlevelexperience.com forward slash newsletter. Head over there and sign up so that you can be on a list so we can send you more stuff. We can send you a release, like when the new episode goes out, we can send you some other cool offers and things like that. Yeah, offers from our guests too. Like you'll get Amy's offer, package in a nice email, everything. Cool. All that in a nice compliant email. A nice compliant. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amy, thank awesome. you so much. Thank you so much for being here with us today. It was amazing. Really. Thanks, guys. My heart, again, my heart to yours. Huge hugs. Yeah, virtual awesome. hugs. Cool. All right, everybody. Take care. And until next time, be great. All right. All right.